You're listening to a live recording from one of our midweek services here at Cornerstone Church in Salisbury, North Carolina. We want to thank you so much for picking up these audio recordings. We believe they will be a blessing to your life. The power of God was so evident through our fourth and final installment of Faith to Possess the Land with Pastor Brandon Spiker. We hope you're ready for this powerful message. Let's walk into everything God has for us. Praise the Lord. Well, are you ready for the word tonight? Yes. We're going part two from last, last, um, well, yeah, Wednesday night. I can't even remember what day it was. Last Wednesday, we're going to do part two tonight. But I want to turn to Romans uh, chapter 10, verse 12 through 17, and they'll put it up on the screen. For there is no difference between Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord is rich unto all that who what? Call upon him. Alright? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of what? Peace. Oh man, what are you preaching? Wow, come on, come on. And bring what? Glad tidings of good things. So people who preach religion and legalism, their feet are ugly. <laughs> but those who preach good tidings their feet are beautiful Amen. but they have not all obeyed the gospel for Elias said Lord who have believed our report so then faith cometh by what hearing, hearing and hearing by the word of God now go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 22 through 26. Galatians chapter 3, verse 22. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin that the promise by faith of Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. Okay. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, under the old covenant. Shut up unto faith, which should afterwards be revealed. What is after? After the resurrection of Christ. Therefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that, faith comes. We are no longer, what it's saying here, we're no longer a schoolmaster. We're no longer under the law. For ye are all children of God, what? By faith in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you that it's sharper than any two of sword going where no knife can go in the hearts of individuals. Lord, make my tongue the pen of a ready writer tonight to inscribe it upon their hearts. Touch your people in a way that they know that you touched them, Jesus, and I didn't. And we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor 
in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Now, last week we talked about in the book of Joshua in the first chapter, verse 1 through 9, about how God was speaking unto Joshua. And really what he was saying here unto Joshua, he said to him, he said, my servant Moses is dead. Everybody said he, it's dead. And he said, I have, I, I promise you, my promise that I promise unto them is also unto you. And he says to, he says to Joshua, he says, take courage, move forward or have confidence. He was telling him, have faith that wherever the sole of your foot shall tread, you'll what? Possess the land. Now, when we look at this in the Old Testament, we have to understand that when God was speaking to Joshua, it was the end of an old order and the beginning of a new order. Look at somebody and tell them the end of an old order and the beginning of a new order. He was bringing them out of a season of being delivered and bringing them into a season where they will begin to possess what always belonged to them. Now, as we read here in Romans chapter 10 and then in Galatians, especially in Galatians chapter 3, Moses represents a shadow type of the old covenant or living under the law. Joshua, same name comes from the word Eshua, is the same as actually Jesus, comes from that, represents a new order or a new kingdom or a new covenant to live under. So we have to understand that when Christ came and died on the cross, vacated heaven, came down, put on a bodysuit, and, and became the humanity of God when he came and did no sin and did good and went to the cross, that he ended the old order or the old covenant and established the new covenant so that you and I can also begin to walk in the dominion and the authority that was established in Genesis 1.26. Are, are you getting this? So he says, he says, the law got you the law got you to where you are, but the law can't take you to where I'm calling you. Come on. Did you hear what The law got you to the altar, but the law will not get you in the get you the possession or get you into your purpose or into your calling. So when he talks to him in Galatians here, he's saying to him, look, you came in this one way, but the only you've been delivered by the law. But the only way you'll get into possessing the land is through faith by grace. So into possessing the land is through faith. For he says it is by faith and that the gift of faith has been given to you. So we understand that as we begin to operate under the new covenant, I always say this, you know, it's funny when it comes to doctrine and it comes to belief. And I say most people believe a little bit of the old covenant, a little bit of the new covenant, and a little bit of their own covenant. <laughs> we just put it all together. <laughs> But really, we have to understand the significance that when Christ died on the cross, the old order 
or the old covenant, it's not that we don't believe that and we don't take we don't take it and we don't use it. It is a shadow and type of Christ being yeah. released on the earth. But yeah. we are not under the law. We are under grace, yeah. and that grace is through faith. And that grace says, yes, you are worthy. Yes, you do have a calling. Yes, you are a child of God. It doesn't matter how bad you messed up. You got to get back up. Because what you've done cannot cancel out God's yes in your life. Can you say amen? So a lot of times we're trying to beat ourselves for what we committed instead of just receiving forgiveness by faith and saying, Lord, your grace is sufficient. The word sufficient means more than enough. Your grace never runs out. It never goes dry. It's always enough. It will never, ever, ever. It reaches to the highest high. It goes to the lowest high. Wherever I am, your grace is going to find me and I've just got to have the belief and the faith to stand and say, listen, I might have done that, but that is not who I am because in faith I am the righteousness of Christ Jesus. I've been raised up in heavenly places. I am seated with him. I'm the head and I'm the tail. I'm above and I'm beneath. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed going out. And God didn't call me to sit here in the mud of my sin. He said, rise up in the name of Jesus and go get what belongs to you. Is there anybody here who says, I know there's something out there that belongs to me. I know God has called me to a higher place in there. I know he's got a bigger purpose. He didn't raise me up to wash dishes the rest of my life. He didn't raise me up to struggle and to pinch pennies. But there is something greater in there. Somebody came there to hear me preach tonight, and I'm feeling like. Come on. Listen to this. Listen to this. Faith comes. Every believer has been given a measure of faith when you come under the covering of the new covenant. Look at somebody and tell them, I got faith. Tell them I got more than you think. And let me tell you this. Faith comes even when you're not feeling it. Matter of fact, it ain't got nothing to do with your feelings. I don't believe in faking it till you make it, but I do believe in faith. You can't go all by your feelings. Well, I'm just not feeling this and I'm not feeling that. Listen, when you're operating in faith, your your emotions and your senses will tell you, no, you just need to stay where you are. You, this is just how it's going to be. But faith says, listen, I will not go by sight. I will not go by what I hear. I will not go by what I feel. I'm going to rise up in the mighty name of Jesus and I'm going to receive everything. Look at somebody telling faith is in the room. You might have came tired, but you still got faith. You might feel beat down, but you still got faith. You might feel like the world is crashing in, but I prophesy that faith is rising up on the inside of you tonight. You might be at the end of the rope, but I'm telling you where the rope ends, faith begins to arise and God begins to do. Miracle signs. Amen. 
he said, when, when does faith come? The con kind of faith comes to whosoever will. Mark 11, 23. Mark 11, 23 says, Barely I say unto you that whosoever shall, what? Say so faith comes to those who will open their mouth. Possess faith is the same as possession. Possession will come when you start declaring it's already yours. Alright, I don't need everybody, but I need at least five people who can speak it out of their mouth and say, I'll never be broke another day of my life. Say, I'll never be broke another day. I'll never be sick another day of my life. I'll never be poor another day of my life. God, your word said, Whosoever shall see it and believe it, they have it. So, God, we just say it right now. We believe there's a cornerstone in the next year. We thank you, Lord, that debts are going to be paid in full, houses are going to be built, cars, new cars are going to be driven. We believe we are that whosoever we speak it, so therefore we receive it by faith. Romans 12 3, turn with me there. Lord Jesus, is it Wednesday? I'm supposed to do this on Sunday. For I say, through grace given unto me. Look at somebody and don't ask me. <laughs> For every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought. Now, now listen, that ain't talking about confidence. That's talking about people who depend on their own works and not on the grace. That's right. That's right. Amen. But to think soberly. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm, I'm not going to get I'm not going to offend the sipping saints tonight. <laughs> According <laughs> Sorry, bitch. <laughs> According as God has dealt to every man. What? He's given every man. Who is that every man? He who calls upon the name of the Lord shall what? So the believer is given a measure of faith when he is converted. So stop doubting yourself and asking yourself if you got faith. I've come to tell you the book says you already got it. For by grace, oh, you mean me not dressing with a tie every day and shaving my face and my wife not growing her hair out to her ankles and no makeup? You mean that don't save me? Mm. All right. Well, I said it. I scared you. <laughs> you mean you mean you know all my righteous so-called works don't save me? That's right. That's right. 
Righteous works don't save you. It's grace that saves you. And when grace saves you, righteous works are the product of you being saved by grace. For by grace ye are saved through what? Faith. Faith? That not of yourself, but it is the gift of God. So, so you're telling me that God gives man faith as a gift. He says, not only will I save you, but I will empower you through faith. I give you a gift of faith to receive what you want. Wow. Now listen to this. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get you here. If the gift of faith, if a believer has a gift of faith and operates in that gift of faith, he also or she also has the ability to impart the gift of faith. Mm. Mm. Through the impartation of laying on hands. So, so when a person is operating under the gift of faith, he has the ability. I'll, I'll show you in scripturally as we move forward. He has the ability to impart what is in him. And the same spirit or the gift of faith that is on the minister can also be on those who are under the sound of his voice. So everybody's got it, but it takes the impartation to activate it. Amen. Is this good? Yes. Second yes. Thessalonians 3:2. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all men have not faith. Except the believer. Come on. So the world. Possess the ability to have faith. Mm. Come on. They can't receive it. They can't receive it. Matter of fact, the Bible says that you were dead in your sins and he called you into the marvelous light. He also said, you didn't choose me, but I chose you. So God had to resurrect you before you could even respond. Come on. You ever walked out in a graveyard and called out and they responded back? Trouble. <laughs> Why? Because they're dead. When God, God, you can't even respond to the things of God unless He calls you. Wow. If you're dead in your sins, how do you have any life in you spiritually? That's right. That's right. For the unbeliever. But when you when you are resurrected, and He calls you into the marvelous light. He also imparts the gift of faith within you, and that is your tool to walk and to live the life of a believer and to receive everything that God has for your life. Can you say that? So only the reborn have faith. Now listen to this. How does our faith increase? Faith what Romans 10 17 faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word 
he gives you a measure of faith, but he is not, he has also called you to build your yes, faith. Build. Yeah. He gives you the foundation of it. And then he says, I won't give you a foundation, but it's your job to build it. Come on, man. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now listen, faith grows out of the word, not by praying for it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. quiet right now. <laughs> Listen to this. Somebody said, what do you mean? Faith, prayer doesn't make faith work. Yeah. Faith Amen. makes prayer work. Prayer does not make your faith work. Oh, yeah. Faith makes your prayers work. But your faith cannot increase if you're not digesting this or getting this on the inside of you. Okay, let me help you out this. Jesus said to the disciples, he says, he didn't say that. Jesus says to the disciples, I got some preachers and pastors in here. and You know, Pastor George, the greatest Spanish pastor mm. in North Carolina. He told me that. He told us that yesterday. I said, my God. Jesus says to his disciples, he says to his disciples, unless you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. Jesus is the word made flesh. He says, you got to eat me and you got to drink me. And don't leave out the eyes or the ears or the tongue. You got to eat the whole cake. And drink me, yes. or you're not going to get it. Yes. He's the Word made flesh. So he's saying, if you don't eat this, yeah. and you can't eat all of this just on Sunday. Yeah. And I know I'm talking to the choir because you're here tonight. But yeah. Sunday ain't going to get you through it. When the storm comes, the winds rage, and the rain falls, this is what's going to hold you in place. Your faith in God. Says God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I am your way maker. I am your miracle worker. I'm your promise keeper. I'm not going to let you down. No way man may let you down. I am God and I am a rewarder to those who diligently seek. So our faith only increases when we begin to eat of him. Amen. Mm. And that ain't a communion cup and a little piece of bread. Right. Matter of fact, you know, people get stressed out. About, oh, you don't have communion enough and all this. You know, communion is not about a piece of bread yeah. and Come juice. Make it, yeah. it actually is about you being in communication with God on a regular basis. Yes. 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 
It's about you being in His Word on a daily basis. You can have communion three, four, five times a day if you want. You can have communion all day if you want. You can have communion every day, every other day. You can have communion anytime you want. It is communicating and talking with God. Because when He says, when you get in my Word, you're eating my flesh and drinking of my blood. All right, this is good. Oh, I might buy the CD myself. <laughs> so faith causes prayer to work. And, and that's why it's important when you pray, you've got to stop all this begging. And you've got to do more thinking. Because if he has said in his word it already belongs to you, why are you asking for something he's already given? That's right. That's right. So your prayer life has to change from begging to thanking you. Because faith already says yes. Faith moves. It is tangible. It is a tangible spiritual force. Hebrews 11.1. 1. I'm telling you what, y'all going to get this scripture by December. It's the last thing I do. I mean, y'all know this by heart already. Because I've said it about, we've said it about every single Wednesday. Now faith is. Now faith. If it's not now, it's not faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is laying a hold of the unrealities and bringing them into the reality by acting on the word of God. So there it goes back to that word, back to the Bible. Back to the word. It's always going to point back to that. Amen. Back to that. Back to that. That's why it's important you're not, when you go, and, and let me tell you this, I got man, I'm doing good on time, I can't believe it. <laughs> let me say this. It is important that you set yourself in a place where you are not just feeding your spirit on Sunday and Wednesday. Matter of fact, it is important for you to feed yourself spiritually daily. Amen. And 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 what is awesome now is that the way technology has developed, you can listen to the word while you drive to work instead of being on the phone. And you can listen to the word while you're driving home. And a lot of you commute distance and long, but you can listen to the word. Now, now let me tell you something. It is important. It is important. I say this with all humility and, and, and humbly, that it is important that you are listening and feeding yourself something that is actually biblical and not a theory. And you can read books, right. but you are reading about a man's idea yeah. 
and not reading from the book. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I believe that God inspires. I've written a book. It sold out completely. Put a whole book and everything. But I'm telling you this right now. That if everything we hear and everything we read needs to be on the basis of the word of God. Right. Amen. 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 We have to we have to continue. Now listen, they might sound good and they might make you feel good, but you might necessarily might not need to be made feel feel, feel good. You might need to get some correction in your life. Yeah. 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 Right. Thank you for clapping. Why won't somebody to uplift me? Well, when things Correction yes. can uplift you. Yes. And you don't want to subject yourself either to the other side where you are being you being weighed down with religion and legalism. So it is important that you find and connect. That's why we've offered the, these series on on a digital download. So you can listen to them wherever you go to repeat them and get them in your spirit. That's right. Constantly. Constantly get it in your spirit. Get it in your spirit. But more ultimately, get the word of God in your spirit constantly. Amen. Amen. We are starving ourselves spiritually right. and wondering why we don't have the strength to win the battle. Right. Right. The best defense is offense, and the offense is keeping yourself. Grounded in the word of God. Amen. Amen. And the problem is we have developed a, a, a sensational culture that only does what is convenient. Right. To be a disciple. How many of you believe God's called you to be a disciple? Amen. Three of you. Fantastic. <laughs> how many of you believe God's called you to be a disciple? Okay, the word disciple comes from the word discipline. A person who has to be disciplined under, Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn it for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The word yoke there translates out into a rabbi's teaching. He says, take my teaching upon you. Amen. And learn of it. Mm. Discipline yourself. Mm. Deliverance gets you out, but discipline keeps you out. Amen. Yeah. I said deliverance will get you out, but discipline will keep you out. It'll keep you out. Of it. It'll keep you out of the trauma. It'll keep you out of work. It'll keep you out of guilt. Why? Because anytime that comes to you, you begin to respond to the enemy like Jesus responded to the enemy. Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Father. And this is the word of God. Listen to this. So faith is tangible. It, it's moving. Faith, your faith should never be allowed to stand still. 
Because faith will never remain static. It will either strengthen or weaken. It'll either strengthen or weaken. It'll never stay the same. It is like a level or a weight. It either goes up or down. It'll never stay this. The more you feed it, the more it grows. The less you feed it, the weaker it gets. It's like a muscle that never works out. Or a muscle that always works out. You either have to feed it and build it. Or it will decline and go the opposite way. That's why, you know, we're always, Pastor Terry and I, pedal to the metal, flooring it, wide open. We ain't got time to let our faith get weaker. God's got too many big things for us. Come on, come on, man, come on. Man, come on. You, you, you know God's got big things for him. Somebody said, I'm, but I'm in my 50s. And it doesn't matter. I can go down and talk to you about generals who God raised up. Right. Smith Wigglesworth, if you've ever raised up, he was in his 60s when yes. God started. Yes. He had an interesting ministry. He'd throw you up against the wall and cancer would fall out of you. Literally pick you up and throw you against the wall. John G. Lake. A man in South Africa hit a man in the stomach, and they said they have pictures of him with lightning bolts came out of yeah. his hand and went into the man's body yeah. completely healed. Yeah. Yeah. There is a level of faith that God wants to call. And I'm not talking about getting flaky, weird, or psycho. I ain't talking about picking you up at the granola bar section in the grocery store. <laughs> But this, our faith has to go to a level for the world to see that you don't have to die sick, broke as a joke on a road. You don't have to be possessed or anyway like that. There is a higher way, and that higher way is the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our Savior, our Redeemer, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. If you believe it, give God a shout. Wow, what a powerful message from Pastor Brandon Spiker. If you've been blessed by this word, we want to encourage you to head over to www.mycornerstone.church or the Church Center app where you can share your testimony with us. We'd love to hear it. You can also send in your prayer requests, and we also want to encourage you to sow into this ministry so that we can continue to reach people all around the world. While you're there, you can also stay in the loop with all of the upcoming events happening here at Cornerstone. Be sure to join us in person on Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m., or Saturdays at 6 p.m. for our Spanish service. Your family is always welcome here. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.